Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio. Today is November the 8th, and Julie and I are writing a series of podcasts for all of you for the rest of the year, because we always use an outline. Um, And the podcasts are going to be centered around keeping you guys educated, motivated, and mostly getting you into action, because it's very easily, very easy to slip into neutral and write out the rest of the year and not really get anything done and rationalize that you're just going to somehow find the energy and the motivation to get it all done. As soon as somehow when January 1st rolls around, all of a sudden you find your new self. Yes. <laughs> right? Assuming it's sunny, there's not a snowstorm and you feel pretty good. Right. And so what we've noticed and what we're going to do um, again for the rest of this year is we're going to do everything in our power to educate you guys and motivate you and then help you get into action. So please do uh, listen to every single podcast. Some of you, we do see on our numbers that will nod off basically. You know, you'll go into your turkey catatonic state here in a couple weeks, right? After they crash from their Halloween candy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so don't do that because the fact is, is that this is the most important time of the year if you are hoping to have a really wonderful next year. It is all intertwined. Julie, why is that so true? Well, I mean, I think that your fourth quarter definitely sets you up for your first quarter. And, you know, that's a really risky time of year because it's so easy to just fall out of your routines, to get distracted by lots of different things. And if you have kids, you've got all these kid events going on, distracted by the holidays. It's all good distractions, but it's easy to get out of the habits that made you successful in the first place. So our job is to keep you on track, to keep you motivated as best we can, because your first quarter does really determine how good of a year you're going to have. If your first year, your first quarter sucks, it's so hard to get back on track. It just is. It's a fact. So I think that's why. And a lot of a lot of the things that you lose, like for example, if you do coast uh, for a month, let alone two months, a lot of your sales skills that you were most of you were, were developing or just getting started uh, developing, or maybe you're really good at certain things, they're perishable skills. So if you stop practicing them, you're not going to just snap your fingers and pick up where you left off. You're going to actually have taken more steps back than it's you true. can imagine. And I'll give you an example, mm-hmm. uh, Julie. You're yes. the example. <laughs> so okay. Julie was a professional musician. Some of you guys know that she played in orchestras. She was a music major. She went to high State University. She was the school of music. She used to play flute and piccolo. Ever since I met her when she was a kid, that's pretty much what her obsession was. And and she played for the first time. And how long did you play for it? I mean, it was Probably two years, eight years maybe. Seven or eight, yeah. Yeah, and and it was not – I described that. And there's something you used it's to – It's awkward. You used to practice every single every day. day. And I, you know, the culmination was playing in Pacific Symphony, which was really awesome. But to get there, <clears throat> excuse me, it was not just a few practice room sessions. It was years of practice virtually every day. And, you know, the all of my music teachers said the same thing. They said, when you miss a day of practice, you are not just missing that day. You're missing at least two days because when you get back to it, 
you have to get back to where you were when you left off. Yep, and on most everything is skills-based is like that. Sure, I mean, think about exercise, right? right. How, how fun is it to take a week off the gym and then go and do your normal workout? Well, that's the problem with taking a week off because if you take a week off, then you go back and you feel like the gym hates you. Yeah, <laughs> right? well, it's actually easier to be consistent than not. That is the, ultimately the bottom line. Counterintuitive, but and true. Completely, and that's the problem with taking too much time off this time of year. With that yeah. said, take time off this time of year. Yeah, but, but, but not the whole month. Right, not the whole month, let alone two months. Seriously. So what we're going to be talking with you guys about today is the Optimist Guide to 2022. And all of you are salespeople, or if you're not a salesperson, if you're not acknowledging yourself as a salesperson, start there because that is what you have to be in the mindset you have to have. A salesperson is just somebody who, you know, is a professional that solves other people's problems through hopefully a scripted skills approach. But ultimately... All of us are optimists, and otherwise you couldn't very well be a, a real estate practitioner because you have to be an optimist to want to get into this business uh, because it's oftentimes sure. the very definition of a thankless business. But here's the thing that's wonderful about real estate. It is, without a doubt, the best industry for anybody to get into, especially in this at this point in history. Uh, you know, it doesn't cost much to get in. It takes a lot to stay in. And that's ultimately, and I don't mean it takes a lot of money to stay in. It takes a lot of time, effort. It takes a lot of, uh, you work. know, work, real honest to God work. work. But really what we want to share with you guys today are the reasons why, and these are just some of the handful of reasons that Julie and I sort of brainstormed on and came up with, but maybe 10 or 15 points. And why now is the best time ever for you to be you on planet earth with a real estate license selling real estate. That's right. And I even took a kind of a little bit more holistic approach to people in general as I was getting ready to put this together. And I did a lot of research on optimists. There, you know, believe it or not, there's been research on optimists versus pessimists. So here's some facts that we'll start with. We always like to do a little mindset stuff first. So here's some facts for you. Optimists are healthier, wealthier, and happier. I was surprised by some of these facts. Optimists believe that great things will happen. Pessimists are always worried that bad things are coming. They look for confirmation that this is true. So which are you or what is your tendency? Do you tend to believe things, good things will happen or that there's doom and gloom in the future? You want to level off there because sure. I know you're teeing me up. Yep. So here's the thing. If you don't believe, if you don't believe that tomorrow is going to be better than today, the reality of it is, is you will do things today to make it so that tomorrow won't be better than today. Mm -hmm. And if you've been doing that for a long period of time, then that's the reason that you maybe feel like the best years of your life are behind you. Because what we're going to hopefully convince you of, are, no matter how old you are, is your best years can be ahead of you if you choose for them to be. But go back to the point that Julie just made. Do you believe that tomorrow will be a better or worse than today? And what actions are you taking a result of your actual thinking? So what happens is if you, if you succumb to believing that tomorrow won't be better than today, you're going to start uh, surrounding yourself with people, things, you're going to start filling your life with reinforcements. And maybe first of all, it starts uh, as a little subversive. Maybe you're watching too much CNN or watching too much of this or reading too much of that, right? And so all of a sudden you start feeling a little bit like the, uh, you know, the, the Thanksgiving turkey that gets mm -hmm. plucked one feather at a time. Mm -hmm. But slowly then you start to realize that essentially you've surrounded yourself, not with just little media things that are reinforcing the idea that, you know, the dark days are coming, but also people, experiences. You're going to start living as if, you know, essentially tomorrow is some sort of dystopian, you know, horribleness. That's right. And, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about even on a micro level, the decisions we have to make to reset our mindset. I was thinking about Zoe dragging her butt to school today. She was like, <laughs> Didn't want to carry her backpack. I don't want to go to school. School's boring. You know, she was in this pessimistic attitude, right? 
And every morning I have to say, oh, you're going to love school. You're going to learn stuff. You're going to see your friends. And we name her friends who are waiting for her in the classroom. And, but still, we have to reset her mindset. And then we walk up the path to school, and she sees one of her best friends, May. And all of a sudden, she's in the most optimistic mindset ever, and they're playing, and they're having fun, and they're dancing together, and now she's off to the races. That's environment, though. Those go, that it goes is. to, I mean, that's a very nice example of how an eight-year-old turns her mindset around. But yes, just <laughs> like on a dime, right? But it took some work. It took some influence, right? Whereas so we if, all deal with that. Whereas if May was in a similar mood, surrounded by other people that was all in a dowered situation, right. she's going to essentially, each other every, down. every single day is going to get worse. Yeah, you got to watch this stuff. It, but it, it affects you mentally, obviously, as we're talking about mindset. Mm-hmm. But it also then will start to manifest itself, uh, manifest itself physically. And then, of course, financially. All these things are dominoes that you can control. And if you do mm-hmm. find yourself in this downworld, uh, you know, this adult failure spiral type thing, you can stop it. You can stop it, but you have to start by recognizing it. Exactly. So more than 70,000 people were studied and surveyed by researchers at Harvard. The studies showed that optimists have a 15% increase in lifespan, which is the equivalent of living to 90 instead of 80. That's significant. And here's the fact, the more optimistic you are, they just proved it, the longer you're going to live. Well, why is that? Optimists have lower levels of inflammation and more, quote, good cholesterol. They have the it's-too-soon-to-tell attitude, but they err on the side of positivity. They believe that they have the ability to create their future and to shape their own outcome. They own their life trajectory. And I think that was one of the major points that was in virtually every article I read about this, was the belief that they're in control of their own future. So Frost Bank studied 2,000 banking clients. They discovered that optimists enjoy seven times higher level of financial well-being as self-reported. They did a bunch of surveys on this. They are more likely to save. They're more likely to seek financial advice, to set financial goals, and believe they are able to control their financial future. They take more action. I thought that was an interesting study. Well, I mean, but it's also kind of obvious, right? If you're mm-hmm. believing that tomorrow's going to be better than today, if you're believing that you're if you're looking forward to through goal setting, sure. if you're looking mm-hmm. forward to basically doing things with your life, you're going to have to start setting yourself up to have longer range uh, financial plans, sure. right? And if you think you're only going to live to a certain, you know, age and that and you're you're maybe subconsciously setting yourself up to make that a reality or that you believe that you don't have control over it. I'm just going to earn what I'm going to earn, you know, more like a victim mentality. Exactly. And by the way, if you've not completed your 2022 business plan, it's the it, it's why. Why haven't you done it yet? There's the question you have to be asking yourself. We made it very easy for you. All you've got to do is text the numbers 2022 to 47372. Text the numbers 2022 to 47372. We'll text you back. You're going to say, yes, you want the treasure map. We're then going to uh, email you, I'm sorry, text you back a link so you can download the treasure map. And the treasure map is 63 pages. This is our newly updated for 2022 real estate treasure map. Fill in the blank real estate treasure map. The first section, probably 80% of this guide we're going to give you, this book we're going to give you, is explaining exactly how to go about goal setting. A lot of the, essentially the real drill down things that maybe some of you have been missing. There's a reason that most people start the year out by setting goals and usually by early spring, they've forgotten what their goals are. It's because they haven't gone through the whole process that we're going to take you through with the real estate treasure map. So if you're finally serious about making your life noticeably, marketably, significantly better, because you can, your life does not have to be peaks and valleys. Your life can be a consistent, 
uh, ever-improving state, financially, physically, mentally, psych- psych- uh, psychologically, spiritually, mm-hmm. familially. You can be constantly improving all facets of your life if you choose to, but you've got to have a specific plan to do it. Nothing's going to happen by chance. So text the numbers 2022 to 47372, and we'll text you back a way to download our 2022 business plan. So go ahead and text 2022, those numbers, to 47372, and we will send you the information as promised. All right, perfect. So a couple of more points to be thinking of as we then roll into specific reasons why to be optimistic about 2022 and beyond. First one is recognize that every day you are the result of every past decisions you've past decision you've made up to that point. And tomorrow is going to be the direct result of the decisions made today. This is when we talk about you're going to either say thank you past Bob or Bobette, okay, versus, oh my gosh, what were you thinking past Bob or Bobette? Do you want to drill down on that? Well, so if the actions and habits taking place today will make you a better tomorrow and that pattern continues daily, that's how you become your best self. So this is the past, thanking the past version of yourself. This is, I don't even know where we got that. This is something Julie and I have done forever. We've been married for three decades, so we oftentimes will forget where we picked up things. But when we're enjoying something in the moment, one of the ways that we make ourselves present in the moment, we've coached, you know, hundreds of thousands of you to do the same thing is you have to overtly thank the past version of you that made that present version uh, of you being able to enjoy that that moment and if you find yourself in some beautiful you know place when everything all the stars seemed aligned that's not from what you did at that moment that's from many things you've done in the past lots of decisions right and especially now where we're seeing such marketable inflation and mm-hmm. maybe you bought a rental property 20 years ago and that rental property's you know quadrupled in price you need to thank the past version of you that did that now the counterbalance to that is also true if there's aspects of your life that you don't like now I don't want Julie I don't want you to go and like hate on the past version of you but just realize the past version of you made decisions with the allocation of their time and their effort and, you know, basically made decisions consciously or unconsciously to make it so that your present version, your present in your, in your current form is not where you otherwise could have been. You see, so be making decisions now so that the future version of you is going to be singing praises about the current version of you. That's right. So one way to do that is to ask yourself, where are the decisions I'm making today going to lead me? Because there will be a future looking back at today, right? And am I better today than I was yesterday? And do I have goals in place which are leading me to my best future self? So do a little exercise right now. I want you to thank yourself right now for five things that the past version of you did really well. Go ahead and do that in your head. It is a month of gratitude after all. It is, absolutely. So why don't you name five things right now that you are, maybe your house. You could start out with real rudimentary things. Maybe you're enjoying your caffeine buzz like Julie and I right mm-hmm. now. So you're thanking the past version of you for being insightful enough to give you a little you know, caffeine shot. Whatever absolutely. it is, right? You can pick up small little tiny things or pick up significant things. Find things right now that you're grateful for that the past version of you had decided to do. Now ask yourself, what is it that those things, where are those things? You know, you feel them. Don't just say the words. Feel the emotions of being grateful for those things. Now here's the interesting thought. What do you choose to have the first, you know, six months, 12 months, six years, 60 years from now, the future version of you, what is that person who's going to be essentially, essentially the same person, what is that, what are the future version of you going to be thanking the present version of you for having done? 
I'm going to imagine it's going to be fairly obvious. In some cases, it's going to be getting in better physical shape, better financial shape, improving your relationships, or maybe just on a, again, on a very core level, maybe it's going to be learning how to be a really great listing agent, which is what we specialize in in our coaching company. That's what we specialize in. When you're finally tired of chasing buyers and buying buyer leads, and you really want to learn how to take your business to the next level, we specialize in helping agents become listing agents. The future version of you, and not so distant future, will be thanking the current version of you for having listened to this podcast, Real Estate Coaching Radio, and having learned how to become a listing agent, especially if you start now prior to the new year. My listing agents are super grateful right now. Oh my gosh. Especially the ones that have their inventory together going into the holidays. It's awesome. Okay, so let's jump into specifics on why to be optimistic about the 2022 and beyond. First, there's a quote from Roy Bennett. He said, be mindful, be grateful, be positive, be true, and be kind. Those are good words to live by. So point number one, I wanted to start out making it super practical and tactical. Here's the thing, guys. If you're in real estate, which most of you are, you can be very positive about the fact that you'll be getting a raise without asking, applying, or hoping for it in 2022 and possibly beyond. That's because as home prices increase, your commission goes right up with it. Inflation is here to stay, and though you'll pay higher taxes, I'm sorry, higher prices for goods and services, you'll at least have the money to do it with. Unlike, unfortunately, some of your clients that you may be dealing with, right? So here's how inflation works. In the next 15 months through the end of 2022, Goldman Sachs is forecasting U.S. home prices will soar another 16%. And I've read reports up to 22%, but this is, I think, kind of in the middle. Goldman Sachs, 16%. While that represents a slight deceleration in the growth of home prices, which are up 17.7 over the past 12 months, simply put, the investment bank thinks the housing market frenzy set off during the pandemic has a lot more room to run. And Julie and I are going to be doing a podcast probably next week on our 2022 real estate predictions. Make sure if you want to really learn about inflation, because we spent a whole time, a whole hour with Peter Schiff. We did a great interview with Peter uh, last week or the week before, week mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to that. It's also on YouTube, Peter Schiff, Tim and Julie Harris Inflation, and you'll love it. And the feedback on it has been fantastic. And it really, I think, helped agents understand. One of the questions that we asked them, Julie, that mm-hmm. was I uh, really, I think, critical. And again, we're seeing it. We see it every time, this every year this time. The people come out to grab headlines, to get clicks, and start talking about a real estate correction or a real estate crash or whatever, whatever. Guys, that is nothing other than salacious, you know, attention-grabbing garbage to make people want to click it and read it so they can try to sell you ads. That's all it really is at the end of the day. Nothing wrong with that. That's If that's, you know, whatever, it's commerce, right? But at the end of the day, here's what's going to happen with real estate values next year. They're going to continue to inflate. You might call it appreciation. And they will inflate to a new norm. They're not going to inflate, then deflate. And when you hear people talking about deflation, you've got to realize that most of them don't really know what they're talking about in relation to inflation. They're correlating in, uh, an inflation of home values with a real estate bubble, of which we are not in a real estate bubble. We are in a money bubble. We're in an inflationary right. bubble. And what happens during inflation is prices go up. And then they stay up. Now, they might go up and they might level off, but they don't fall. This is not like last time. At all. So make sure you listen to that Peter Schiff interview because you guys really drilled down on that. So I'm going to prove it, what you just said from Statista.com. I checked my facts here. The <laughs> average sale price of a new home in 2020 was three eighty nine four dollars in U.S. dollars. And in 2021, it reached 408800 
adding the predicted 16% that we took from Goldman Sachs for 2022, prices could then reach, on average, 474208 What does that mean to our listeners? That means that your average commission selling in an average home in the U.S. has gone up between two and 3000 per transaction. Try getting that raise from a normal job. Good luck with that. Multiply this times your average number of closed units, and you can see it really adds up. And then I wrote, nice job being a licensed real estate professional. Yeah, and it, you know the, another thing that's nice th- about being a real estate professional is provided you frankly know how to be a listing agent, right. is you really you might be in a market, guys, where market, for, uh, maybe a big local employer. Well, I'll give you an example, though maybe not the greatest of examples. Tesla's mo- moving out of uh, where they make cars. It's not San Jose, but it's nearby. It's California. Right, California. So they're moving out of that community where they make cars. There are a lot of people that have jobs that, are, that will be moving to Texas that work for Tesla. There'll be a lot of uh, providers to people. Like when you see a huge manufacturer that's making stuff, there's the number of other businesses that form to service that. I mean, silly things like food trucks, right? Mm-hmm. But also all the, the, the sub suppliers, the uh, people that are making circuit boards and all that, they're also most likely going to move to Texas. So the number of people that are going to be moving to Texas is going to be truly extraordinary. And that, so what is that going to do? That's In that particular market, you actually might see a, setting, a, a resetting of home values that are lower. It is possible that in parts of the country, you will see deflationary pressures that come from essentially the changing uh, socioeconomic conditions. But overall, what we're experiencing is going to be continued inflation and home prices. And there's no reason to to believe that's going to slow down. I don't want to jump on our future podcasts that we're going to do about 2022 real estate predictions. But this is what's really critical that you understand that. So if you are finding yourself searching for reasons why 2022 is going to be a real estate crash, you're falling prey to the first sub point that Jules and I made, mm-hmm. that you're uh, you're going to start reinforcing that the real estate market's going to crash. Then what are you going to stop doing? Chances are you're going to stop working hard. Chances are you're going to stop feeling motivated to go sell houses to buyers. Chances are you're not going to improve your skill set. Chances are you're going to quickly fail because you're believing that there's going to be a real estate crash. So if you look, you read the headlines. Uh, if you like the information, maybe do some more homework on it. Don't you know question the uh, motivation of whoever's spinning that particular article, uh, and then decide what direction you should go. Understand when it comes to real estate content, Julie and I are totally non-denominational. Our whole real estate company, our coaching company, is not predicated on the market going up or the market going down. At all. We, there's more actually opportunity for us as an organization to sell information to agents on how to survive in a shifting market, especially if markets were to reset in a downward motion. So just be understanding of that simple fact. Yeah. Our business would do better if the market was actually getting worse. It just because nobody knows how to do what we'd have to teach you guys how to do to survive, let alone thrive. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, we don't have any particular biases one way or the other. We're just telling you this information so that you can plan accordingly and make 2022 your best year ever. That's right. That's why we give you facts and not speculation. Now. Point number two is a really, really big, uh, complex point. So we'll probably do this. <laughs> it's so then funny wrap. you made that point number two. <laughs> well, I had to start with real estate. Okay, so uh, point number two is going to sound a little bit woo-woo to you. Okay, but singularity is near. Ooh, what does that mean? Well, read Ray Kurzweil's book that's called Singularity is Near. His last name is K-U-R-Z-W-E-I-L. You can find it on Amazon. Okay, so... 
The point of technological advancement when humans move from being a body to being a pattern of information is called singularity. There's lots of movies and spins on this, but he makes some very interesting things, again, based on fact and then his uh, predictions. Well, let me just preface this a little bit, sweetie, because yeah. this book was written like some time ago. Yes. And a lot of the predictions, if you want to call them that, expectations are really mm -hmm. what I would call them, that he made, I think it was back in maybe 2005, yeah, maybe it's, 2015, it's been, it's been a while ago, years, yeah. yeah, came true. Yes. And, our because, and it's predictable right. because of the nature of the, of the technology. The technology which has actually happened. Now, Ray Kurzweil explains artificial intelligence, describes how redesigning the human body plus the utilization of nanotechnology Downloading consciousness and many other futuristic developments can lead to much longer lifespans than we're used to expecting. Digest that one for a minute, listeners. Okay, he predicts that all of these technological advances will lead humans to the point of what he calls singularity. This is the point when if people use technology the right way, they will accomplish becoming godlike, he says, and solve the world's problems. Kind of big thinking here, right? But he says that by 2025, people will make machines that are smarter than they are, and that this point is called singularity. And this is 2022, and he's yes. predicting this to happen within three years. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing all kinds, especially if you look at the medical advancements. So on the way to such changes, many scientific advances will occur, which humans are currently developing, which will allow humans to replicate their consciousness, genetics, robotics, nanotechnology, brain scanning, and virtual reality. Get this, doctors will be able to use technology and advancements to actually repair the human body in ways that we've al already just dreamt about. For example, genetically reversing the predisposition to diseases like cancer. This is not a dream. They're absolutely already doing this. You'll be able to upgrade your body as you age. Kurzweil even predicts the Im that immortality could be possible. Now, if that doesn't make you optimistic, what will? <laughs> What, do you, what will you do differently knowing that you don't have an expiration date? Or even if you knew you had 20 more years where you thought you had 10 or 40 where you thought you had 20. Would you take a better care of your mind, your body, your finances? Move towards your goals more quickly so you can lather, rinse, repeat, living the life of your dreams. So Julie and I read this book. And to be honest with you, the book is about as thick reading as you're ever going to come across. It is insane. Yeah. And we didn't understand probably. No. Yeah, Lots I mean, of huh, huh moments. Exactly. Well, we, let's just say it's a good book to have, old, uh, to have Google open while you're reading it so you can understand mm -hmm. what the heck he's talking about. But I'll, sure. I'll tell you that here's the punchline. So what his um, thesis is, is you need to keep your body as healthy as you can for as long as you can, because we're about to experience what will be a, a generational change in how um, essentially how people live and medic yeah. uh, medic m different forms of medicine, different forms of things that will inevitably. Epigenetics is a big category exactly. for that. Turning that your genes on and off. That will lead people to have longer, healthier lives. It's not just longer life. For the sake of just longer life, where you're just you know sitting in a wheelchair hooked up to machines. That's no, not what he's talking about. Of life. He's talking about quality of life. So the, what what they have discovered, what they are working on, what they are actually implementing, are ways to, as Julie just implied or said, where is to go into your body, figure out what genes cause you. And I'll just pick this big amoebus word to age. And then they can turn those genes off and on. But more specifically, they now know how to, for example, turn the gene off that turns your hair white, for example. They know how to turn the gene on that might cause you to, you know, just different things, right? So the natural aging process is a uh, as determined by our genes, but also, and Julie just said this, it's also controlled by your environment. So as we're waiting for the technology to catch up with all of our ambitions, 
what Kurzweil's premise is, you have to maintain your health as much as you can. You have to live long enough so that you're actually part of the singularity. And then once you're, once this, um, I don't even know what it is. It's called the singularity, basically. Uh, yeah, basically. Once with this new phase of human evolution actually commences, obviously, you know, it, where everyone sees it's happening and talking about it, then you're going to have the benefit if you've lived long enough to really benefit from it, which all of you should then it's going to make it then so that you get the benefits of the second wave, the third wave, the fourth wave, the fifth wave. As things progress right. and get noticeably better, then you're going to be – your health – You can take it, advantage of that. Right, right, exactly. So this really – he's talking about the convergence of lots of different types of technology and advancement. So biotech, biology, nanotech, you know, all, kind, all of these different things coming together to then work together – and just as you said, you know, you have to keep yourself healthy enough to take advantage of it. It's not any different, really, than somebody having to qualify for a heart or liver transplant. Not everybody gets to be on that list if you have reasons that they're not going to risk that on you. We just had someone very dear to us uh, pass away from a genetic defect, um, you know, Trevor Jones. And he was somebody that Julie and I loved. And he worked for us for only about a year. But he had something that hypothetically had he been able to live long enough for the singularity to really kick in that they could have changed his genetics and he wouldn't have had that heart defect anymore. Well, what essentially turned out to be a heart defect. So the reality of it is, is that all of us right on this edge uh, in, in history of being able to reset what our expectations are for life. And the last thing that Julie said there, that's really what Julie and I were, you know, we talked about this. We talk about this topic a lot because, A, we're, you know, 50, and so we're thinking about longevity. But also it's because this truly is a mindset point. We're talking about the singularity, and like I said, if you guys read the book and it's thick, it's going to really try – It's, it's going to mess with your head. But really at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, how would you live – How are you living now – based on your expectation, granted probably subconscious, that you're only going to live as old as your parents did or your grandparents did? Are you living now a life with the expectation that you're going to live to, say, 85? What if all of a sudden you start seeing that these new medical treatments are available, preventative medical treatments, by the way, where you now can have the expectation that you're going to live to 120? Like, I think I read somewhere that Ray said, based on, and this was fairly recent, if you can live to 60 by the time the singularity and all this advancements in Medicare or medical, uh, all the stuff we're talking about, you'll then probably be able to live to over 100. Yeah. And he said if you can live to, you know, but the longevity is going to be expanded by 10 years yes. in increments. And it's supposedly going to happen in the next, you know, handful mm -hmm. of years in front of us. Guys, this is something that is so beyond what we'd all expect because all of us are expecting to live uh, a certain amount of time on this planet. So, you know, Julie and I are 50. So what if our expectation is because our now our parents are all live into their 90s. And on my mom's side, they live over 100. And Julie's the same way. So Julie's, you know, you guys get it. Long life, longevity type things. But what if all of a sudden, like we're living with the expectation by the time we're, you know, 75 or 80, maybe then you're going to be on the downward slope of life, right? That's subconsciously probably brewing around in our lives and we're basing life plans around sure. that. What if that's whole to complete bullshit? What if 75 or 80 is like the new 40, right? Right. I mean, you would make a lot of different decisions, right? You if would. you want motivation to take care of yourself, here it is. I mean, well, if you really want to boil it down, because it is a lot of uh, But you're going to have motivation stuff. to do more things with your Just life. Do more you're, things. you're not going to want to become daft. You're going to want to learn more things. Yeah. You're going to challenge yourself with more things. You're not going to stop planning and thinking big when you reach a certain age anymore. You're going to have your financial picture together. For sure. Because one thing you don't want to be is a 120-year-old poor person. Yeah, 100%. You better get it together. Well, but you know, it's so. funny you said that, though, because if you, for example, are – 
diligently investing in things that are going Shall to think about that. Yeah, you're going to have the benefit of having way more capital appreciation on your rental property. That you can your... enjoy because your quality of life will allow you to. Yeah, uh, there you go. I mean, that you touched on another thing. How many people believe that they're, well, what's the statistic, Julie? I don't remember. It's like 90% of everyone reaches the age of retirement, either dependent on the government yeah. or a family member or both. That's right. Because they've had their whole lives to you know plan and save, but they didn't. And uh, what if all of a sudden you now have the exp- and, and you know if you think about it, it's because most people probably when they reach the age of sixty-seven don't really expect to have much of a you know useful sure. quality life. I don't know. I don't know the psychology, but it's I don't think to like think that. About for sure, though. But what if you knew that by the time you reach sixty-seven, you were just getting started? What yeah. if when you looked in the Get mirror, you looked viable, you looked great, you didn't look like and you, you know, felt good too, and you felt great. And if you didn't feel good, you could go to somebody. They could do some tests on you, and they could say, you know what, we're going to jimmy with this and make you feel a lot better. That's right, and that's what we're right at the precipice of. This is what we're walking into. But you got to keep yourself healthy. You got to keep yourself mentally engaged, financially engaged. You have now. Obviously, the different speculations are when this technology comes out. Wealthier people are going to access to it first, and that's great because generally speaking, the wealthier people, the more wealthy people that take advantage of these things, the quickly, the faster it'll drive prices down. As they, essentially, the wealthy people are the guinea yeah. pigs for well, the technology. Well, you want to have beta testers. Exactly, that's what you they want are. to have people that are willing to put up with the risk to test your stuff to make it better. It's like uh, all these commercial. Um, uh, space travel outfits. Sure. You know, you're, you're going to have probably three, maybe four of them. Yeah. We all focus on Musk and uh, Bezos mm-hmm. and uh, Branson, right? But there are others in parts of the world that you yeah. guys don't know about are also planning on doing commercial space travel. They're talking about building space stations and all the rest of it. And, you know, maybe that's something you're one of, That's one of our future points, by the way. Well, okay. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. That's hilarious. But those are the types of things that maybe you thought to yourself when you're hearing about all the space travel and all the rest of it, you're thinking to yourself, well, that's going to be the next generation, the generation after that. What if you're going to be able to partake in that? Well, it's already happening. I mean, Captain Kirk went like two weeks ago. Yeah. He's 90. Okay. Imagine what... That, how that blew his mind, right? I mean, think back to the original Star Treks and how that looked like an art project put together, you know, and, and how big thinking that must be and how cool that is. But this Captain but Kirk went to space. Space travel is the essentially only it's the next for, frontier. It, yeah, it's the next frontier, but the people doing it now are basically hundreds of millions of dollars wealthy well, sure. or billionaires. But that has to come first. Let them go first. Let them drive the price down, and then everyone else is going to participate in it. Same with the uh, singularity stuff, right? So as this starts to come out, notice how it's going to be a politicized thing. That's something only rich people are doing. You know, they're going to try to spin it up as some kind of like, you know, Hunger Games type thing where, you know, it's all this crap. Don't fall. Don't allow your brain to like dial into that kind of thinking. Realize that the technology, I'll give you the best technological advancement ever. This is the best thing to ever happen. What? Okay. I'm going to tell Julie this for the first time. You guys are going to listen to it. Julie's favorite actor on the face of the planet is Daniel Craig. Yes. And Julie's met Daniel Craig. I have indeed. She has and had a very nice conversation with mm-hmm. him. He was a real gentleman. He was, as it's, you would hope. So we have not been able to see the new James Bond. I know. But we're going to be able to stream <laughs> it starting next week. I know. See, this is awesome. We can watch it on Apple TV. Yeah. In Puerto Rico. I know. There, amazing. That's technology. That is technology. Oh, you knew? It, did I tell you that already? You did. Oh. <laughs> but that's okay. okay. The big reveal I'll play along with. But, you know, that's the thing is you want instead of people who, you know, of course, you're going to hear the press hating on, oh, only the rich can go to space. You want to say thank you for sorting that out so that it in the future can be less expensive, more safe, and you work the bugs out. 
I, I don't know how people have an issue with that. But anyway, I have to get on Facebook Live in exactly one minute. Oh, crap. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. So listen, uh, those of you in our coaching program, the Facebook Live training starts every day at the same time. You get a daily semi-private coaching call. Make sure you're taking advantage of all the services we got we offer you guys. In the meantime, you know what to do. Text 2022 to 47372. Text 2022 to 47372. And when you do, we will text you back a copy of the Real Estate Treasure Map for 2022. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.